Hey everyone, this is Renee from Embodied Astrology, and your Sagittarius season horoscopes will start in just a few minutes. I wanted to let you know first about some new offerings I have. The Embodied Astrology Year Ahead reports are deep dives into the main themes for each sign in the year ahead, with suggestions for working with embodied awareness and simple daily practices that will help support you in meeting present and upcoming opportunities and challenges. If you order your 2022 Year Ahead report, you'll receive a $25 discount through the end of November. There are still a few months left in 2021, and as you know, a change in calendar year doesn't mean much more than that. Many of the themes I talked about in the 2021 reports will continue to be helpful and informative even as the year changes. These reports are now discounted by 50%. You can find them all at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online Embodied Astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the four main components of an astrology chart, signs, planets, houses, and aspects, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers, actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to this symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. This offering includes the recording of a live intensive I taught in July, as well as an additional eight hours of recorded somatic and creative visualization practices that will help you explore and embody the archetypes of the zodiac signs and planets. Your purchase of the class also grants you access to an exclusive online meeting space and forum where you can ask questions, share answers, and continue to explore embodied astrology in community and with me. Your chart as a body will be available by November 30th. Pre-order now with the early bird discount and get $100 off through November 29th. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello, Gemini. Welcome to Embodied Astrology. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the horoscopes for Sagittarius season in 2021. This is the span of time between November 21st and December 21st. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and a consulting astrologer. And this reading is an offering for you of my intuition and description of what I feel coming up in Sagittarius season for Gemini sun and Gemini rising. As you listen, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. You have to make the meaning that is meaningful for you and tune in with whatever it is that you're associating to my words. The language that I have may not always be matching your experience, but if you listen to the essence rather than the specificities of what I'm offering, I think that you will know what to do with it. Take what works and leave the rest. I always recommend that people tune in with horoscopes for their sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section, where you can also find written transcripts of these horoscopes if you prefer to read rather than listen. 
All right, Gemini, well, welcome to Sagittarius season. You may know that Sagittarius is your opposite sign. And as we enter into this season, we are entering in the thick of eclipse energy. There's an eclipse on November 19th, a couple of days before the sun ingresses Sagittarius, and then there will be an eclipse about a week and a half later on December 3rd. So a couple of things to know about these eclipses and what they mean in your chart. First of all, we're moving um, from eclipses in Gemini and Sagittarius seasons into eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio seasons. The eclipse axis is an axis in motion, and this is an axis that describes evolutionary development. Basically, what happens in the past <laughs> creates the present, and what we do with the present moment shapes our future. So what I'm feeling for you as we enter into this season is that there's a wrapping up of a major theme that has been in development in your life for the last year and a half or so. Think back to June of 2020. This was when eclipses in Gemini and Sagittarius began, and you've had the North Node moving through your sign, through Gemini, suggesting that there is an evolutionary development for you in your relationships that has to do with you recognizing your own place in relationships, uh, kind of embodying your power to choose and discern, and that you're also letting go of potentially certain relationships that are not on an evolutionary trajectory with you or they've kind of outgrown their purpose and also that you're letting go of old ideas about your relationships and we want to think about your kind of personal philosophies that may have been pre-programmed for you um, by culture, by society, by family, and also by previous relationships. As I said, you know, the past creates the present and what we have experienced in our lives includes what our families of origin and particularly primary caregivers have experienced and certainly significant other relationships in our lives, how they've shaped us. This could include really good friends as well as romantic relationships, partner relationships, any relationship where there needs to be um, trust, <laughs> reciprocity, these kinds of things. And it feels to me like over the last year and a half, you have been rewriting the story of relationships for yourself. And as you've rewritten the story, cer certain relationships or certain qualities in relationship have needed to <laughs> transition, maybe find their way out or find their way into a new form. So as we get into Sagittarius season, it feels to me like you're, you're turning the page on a major cycle in your life. And my sense is that there is a different kind of support available to you now that you have not recognized before. This may be support coming through relationship, through the way that you are relating with others and what they're bringing into your life. This also will for sure have to do with the support that you're able to give yourself as you are in the process of rewriting some of these frameworks and transforming your worldview. This past year, 2021, has been a year that has been asking you to reconfigure the direction of your life in certain ways, to think about the long-term and the potential of what it is that you want to be growing and moving towards. 
you've had to open up your intuition in really new and different ways. And I think you've needed to trust your body and bodily instincts in very new and different ways. Now, it definitely depends on your natal chart and your placements. Um, the only thing I'm reading for is Gemini as an energy. So <laughs> with the caveat of not all Geminis, uh, Gemini in general is a very mental energy. It can be in the idea plane and it is not particularly embodied. And the feeling of going back and forth between many different options that a lot of the air signs can get into is often a kind of split or dualistic experience where the mind and body get separate. And what, what it feels like to me is that you are learning to listen to the wisdom of your body and of your bodily experience. And where you might have used to um, orient more around mental configurations and ideas, again, particularly about who you are and what it means to be in relationship, over the last couple of years, I think what has been trying to get into work on you to help you shift your shape a little bit is an influence that asks you to really listen to your body and listen to your inner knowing and pay attention to what you really like and dislike. And this is key for Gemini because your energy is versatile. You can hold a lot of variety. You can see multiple sides of things. And I think it can be easy for Gemini to um, not have a preference sometimes or to disregard what is more of a natural and instinctual preference in order to be flexible, you know, like, oh, I could like it like this or I could like it like that. And my sense is, is that you are coming to some realizations about what you like and what you don't like, and that this is landing in your body in a certain way, and that the more that you can mm, empower yourself and affirm for yourself the truth of your inner experience and uh, listen to it, then the stronger your intuition becomes, and the more capable you are of not only listening to your own truth, but navigating the experience of relationship with others, which on the one hand, Gemini can do from the mind because you're versatile, you can understand where people might be coming from, maybe. <laughs> um, but I think what's happening for you is that there's this growing need to go slow, to take your time with things to let experiences kind of ripple out and resonate through your being, to give yourself time and space to identify where it is that you're coming from, how you want to be moving, um, not to make quick judgments about other people or where they're coming from, not to think that you understand the story, but really to invest yourself in a more bodily process. And the body takes time. The mind can move really rapidly and the body is like pretty much confined to time and space, right? So moving into Sagittarius season, there is a lot of outflow energy in your relationship field. And this may be a time when relationships are departing from your life. And if there are endings uh, 
and and this could include any realm of relationship, by the way. So if there are endings and people exiting or certain relationships just feeling like you can't maintain them anymore, really pay attention to that and pay attention to the way that you are shifting in your orientation relationally. By the last couple of days of November and the first couple of days of December, it feels to me like a big lesson is coming in for you around the changing nature of your relational philosophy and how you want to show up in relationships for yourself with others. And this is important here, this distinction that it's not that you're showing up for the relationships, you are, but first you're showing up for yourself. And this circles back to what I was saying before, you're listening to your body more, you're listening to your own intuition. And I think that the lessons that you're getting right now are really highlighting the need for you to take care of you before you can take care of others. The need for you to understand your own needs before you can meet the needs of others. The need for you to recognize your own position, your um, inherent bias, like your blind spots, before you get into um, trying to make sense of where other people are coming from. And when you take care of you, it's kind of like you're in the driver's seat, right? You, of your own life, and you're not giving away power. You're not giving away your own power to others. And you're also not just not giving away your power, you're really claiming your own. And this makes you I think more reliable in relationships. I think it means that you can show up more steadily. Um, and it may be that certain relationships have to end so you can show up more steadily for yourself. And then you're moving into a cycle of kind of growing new relationships or building relationships on different foundations that allow you to be more steady in your application of resource, time, energy, attention, uh, actual resources, love, affection, etc. Um, the new moon on December 3rd is a total solar eclipse and it is the last eclipse in this series of eclipses that has happened in Sagittarius and Gemini since June of 2020. If there are any specific themes that come up for you when you hear this time span, uh, particularly themes that have to do with relationship and for some of you, it might have um, kind of specific themes around agreements in relationships or contracts that you've been in. This is a time to use the power of the new moon, use the power of the solar eclipse to really shift some patterns. And so reflect back on this period of time, reflect on the lessons that you've been learning, reflect on what qualities or attributes or orientations you are wanting to let go of and let be transformed and 
create some kind of ritual around releasing them. And ritual can look like a lot of different things, but I would say be intentional with language, especially as a Gemini and in this axis, you might wanna write, you might wanna speak out loud, you might wanna write names of people or memories or something like that. Um, you can work with burning, you can work with tearing up paper, uh, crossing things out. Um, be intentional about what energy is getting released. And then in the space that remains, in the space that you are releasing from, I really want to invite you to meditate on asking your higher self for guidance and tuning in with the resonance of your higher self in your body emphasizing qualities of intuitive embodiment not necessarily always over your mind but at least in tandem with your mind and as we move into the middle of December this is an excellent time for you to really be practicing mind-body unity. I would say in general your whole life Gemini this is a, this is a great lifetime to be practicing mind-body unity um, and especially in this season, listen to your body, listen to your body, listen to your body, build neural pathways of recognition between your mind and body. And so this can look like, you know, doing um, a, a balancing kind of activity, like trying to stand on one leg and using your mind to track your standing leg, really noticing what kind of support are you rooting into and feeling a clear pathway of support from your foot up to your spine? This could look like you paying attention to your breath, feeling the quality and the sensation of your breath, working to notice the effects of noticing your breath in your body. If you spend a full minute just really tuning into your breath, you'll notice a remarkable shift in your nervous system. Then notice that shift. Right. Start to use your mind to notice how the mind can connect with the body. Particularly, I want to encourage you to bring this in to spaces of intimacy and spaces where you feel vulnerability, um, where you're encountering any kind of insecurity, where you are needing to trust or to open in new ways. Um, and anywhere where you might be encountering loss or death. Um, I had a listener write to me last month about the Gemini horoscopes, and um, I had said something about death in the Gemini horoscopes. So I want to be very specific here that death can mean a lot of things. We are not made to live forever in our bodies. We live on a planet where life and death are part of the same thing. You cannot inhale forever. Um, cells that don't die become cancerous. So death as a process is a natural part of life and it happens all the time um, with all kinds of things. You know, all kinds of things have to end eventually and death is not final. It, it's a transformational rite of passage. Now there is such a thing as losing someone that we love to death, to a dying process, and some Geminis, not all Geminis, are experiencing this right now. There's a lot of activation in your chart with symbolism that pertains to death. 
there's a twelfth of the planet's population who identifies with Gemini. So for sure, some Geminis are experiencing death. And I don't want you to hear that and get freaked out if you don't happen to be experiencing death right now. Um, literally, you are still experiencing death metaphorically, figuratively. We live on a planet where death is a huge theme all of the time, and especially right now in human evolution, um, the, the death forces are large and strong. So how do we not clutch at life in a, in a scarcity mindset, in a way that we're, we're deluded, trying to hold on to what is impermanent? That attitude of unwillingness to look at change or to let something go or to, um, I don't know, like <laughs> feel into our own frailty and vulnerability, that attitude leads to tyranny and really destructive kind of energy that is um, very manipulative and obsessive. So my invitation for you is really to inquire into your body right now, into your body, into your heart, into your spirit. Where are the places in your life that are in spaces of transformation where energy is needing to deconstruct in some way? to change its form. And my sense is, is that if you are a Gemini who is experiencing the passing and the departure of important people or relationships, uh, including non-human relationships in your life, can you open up into this space as a, as a potential for um, new kinds of relationships to begin to build in the realm of your intuitive spiritual existence. When people depart from the earth plane, who knows what happens? None of us know. <laughs> that's, that's part of what our contract of human life is all about, is we can't know uh, what's on the other side of it. But what we can do is continue to relate with that mystery, to the substance of the mystery, and we can continue to resonate with the effect of the relationships. We might need to work things out in this psychological space where there's entanglement or inheritances that need resolution. Uh, we may need to open up to relationships in a spiritual dimension that have a lot of gift for us and a lot of guidance. And you have really strong energy in your charts right now, Gemini, that speak to an opening in the spiritual realms and in the realms of the mystical and the occult. And so I want to encourage you to um, get curious about what is unseen and get curious about where you feel vulnerable and where um, experience arises for you that feels scary. That, that has you in a place of not knowing. And I actually want to say that I think that when you tune in with not knowing as a sacred portal, and when you really try and open to the mystery, and that includes letting go of what needs to end, that there is a lot of information that comes in for you, and that there is a lot of guidance that comes in for you. Out of all 12 signs, your chart right now, and, and I would say that this is for the last several years and the next several years, out of all 12 signs, your chart is resonating 
so strongly in the places of the occult and in the, in the places of portal and opening into other realms. And you can work with this productively. Now, you, you can also be affected by this um, in more negative ways. And I've spoken to this in previous horoscopes of yours. But if, if you're um, not doing this kind of process, and if you're kind of clutching or grasping or something like that, there can be significant fears that are arising right now for some Gemini-identified people. So my suggestion is to lean into them, to really try and look at them and use your Gemini intelligence to see around the mini sides and get curious about alchemical processes of transformation and what happens when you look directly at what frightens you. And I want to say that especially in the realm of human intimacy and relationships and where you feel entanglements with people or, or connections or attachments, look directly at the fears you have. Um, look directly at the insecurities that arise. Look directly at the, any spaces of discomfort. And don't try and use your mind, <laughs> but listen to your body. What is coming up in these feelings? It, there's something there for you. In mid-December, um, a, a portal opens <laughs> on December 11th, and this portal is going to stay open for a while um, until March of next year. And for you, this is really a portal that brings you into some kind of transformational process in relationship. It is a time for you to travel into the depths of something and to kind of excavate the stru any structures that keep you from knowing your own power and agency and relationship. It's a time for you to look at what keeps you from authentic intimacy and true pleasure um, and, and sharing and coming together with other people. Um, and it really is a time to grieve and a time to mourn. And I'm sure you've felt loss. You know, I'm sure you've experienced death in some way, shape, or form. And this is, this is a time that's very helpful and generative for you to grieve. There's a full moon in your sign on December 18th. And this is a full moon that is very supported uh, for you when you orient to um, what I'm going to say is like higher thought and bigger thought. So it could be astrology. It could be a faith practice. It could be, um, you know, ecology science or something like that. But try and place yourself in a larger picture. Remember a big picture for yourself on this full moon. You might want to map it out for yourself. Um, I think that this is a full moon that helps you get a bigger perspective on something. And it could be a really interesting full moon for you to unlock uh, some places where you feel stuck. And if you feel stuck in certain places, I would recommend working with a kind of like chaotic divination practice of some sort and like open a book and see what comes out or tune in with something that you're curious about and see what the message is there for you. As we move towards the end of Sagittarius season, we're moving into the solstice. Uh, the solstice is an important time of year where there is an intensification of change energy. This particular solstice continues to emphasize intuition and guidance for you and the need to um, trust your path. And in trusting your path, 
what is holding you back from trust? Feel into the insecurities, feel into the fears, feel into the taboos, feel into the stuck places. The more that you can come into your body, the least the less fallible you are to forces that would knock you off your own center. Um, so I will leave it at that. I hope any or all of that is interesting and helpful for you. If you want support throughout this month, check out my extended content subscription. I offer a workshop for each season that takes you into the realm of the body, into guided visualization and meditation. Um, I have calendars available and I'll give you a lot more specific astrology information for those of you that are wanting to learn about astrology and work with your own chart and transits. You can find information about my subscription at embodiedastrology.com where you can also find my tip jar and subscribing and leaving financial donations supports and sustains the production of this work hands down thank you to those of you who tip and subscribe um, really appreciate it also on my website you can find my 2022 year ahead reports those are hour and a half long readings special for your sign where I'm going to go over the major themes of 2022 and give suggestions for working through embodied awareness with the opportunities and the challenges if you enjoy this work and find benefit in it, please share it with your friends and networks. That is the number one way to support it. You can also subscribe and leave affirmative ratings and reviews on your favorite listening platforms. Thank you so much for listening, Gemini. I'm wishing you all the best in Sagittarius season and beyond. Bye for now.